0: Chapter 33 of Pee Wee Harris Adrift. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris Adrift by Percy Keyes Fitzhugh. Chapter 33 Kiki Joe Scout. The first one to awake in the morning was Kiki Joe. Going to school on Monday was such an unusual thing with him that he had awakened at five o'clock and had not been able to go to sleep again. He had a strange, nervous feeling as if he might be going to his own wedding. The school would look strange on a Monday. Ordinarily after a week's vacation he would have taken both Monday and Tuesday. But now strange to say he wanted to go to school. He wanted to do what the rest of them did. Oh, no, he was not a new boy all made over. He was just poor little Kiki Joe. But he was going to do what the rest of them did that day. He now discovered to his surprise that the island was in the middle of the river. It had, in fact, started drifting downstream on the ebbing tide and had caught again on Waring's Reef, the scene of its recent exploit. It would stick there for some hours now, at least, for the tide was running out. Kiki Joe looked all about him, then stole cautiously to the tent and looked within. His friends were sleeping soundly. He withdrew from the tent and looked about again. The island was about a mile farther downstream than where it had been moored. Looking down the river, Kiki Joe could see the boathouse, and the gilt ball on top of the flagpole shone dazzling in the early sunlight. The shores and river seemed fresh and new and clean, bathed in the glowing light of the new day. For a minute it seemed to Kiki Joe as if he were a sentinel again, laying Kiki while his friend slept. In the trees along shore the birds were already chirping. A merry fish that did not have to go to school flopped out of the water and went splashing into the dim coolness again, from very excess of joy, as it seemed perhaps he had just looked out to see what kind of a day it was going to be in the field on the farther shore from town stood several cows like statues of contentment suddenly kiki joe remembered that peewee's palatial cruising boat alligator had been drawn not up on the shore of the island but up on the shore nearby. therefore it was not at the island now it was a mile upstream Drawn up under a willow tree at the edge of the woods, Kiki Joe scanned the shore as far as he could see, but he could not discover any sign of it. However, he knew where it was. He wondered how his friends and he would get to shore to go to school. He knew they could swim, but they would get their clothes soaked, and could not go to school in such condition. Poor Kiki Joe, it never occurred to him that some boys have two suits of clothes, and that his dripping friends might go home and change their clothes before going to school. Kiki Joe knew, or at least thought, that this situation would become serious when school time neared. He was anxious to know what time it was. You see, Joe was not a regular full fledged scout, and he could not tell time by the sun, nor by forty eleven other ingenious means known to Scout Harris. His whole standing capital now was a knowledge of how to swim and a dawning consciousness. The scouting meant helping people, and all that sort of thing. Thanks to a long course of disobedience to his poor mother, he had learned to swim like a water rat. He had had somewhat the advantage of other boys in this respect, for he had gone swimming Mondays when they were in school. But he could not determine even approximately what time it was, and he had no watch. He knew that it was early, but he also knew that a mile... Was a long distance, especially against the tide. Then it occurred to him that he might steal ever so cautiously into the tent and carefully, ever so carefully, pull Townsend's watch out from under his rough pillow and find out just what time it was. Kiki Joe had heard some wonderful stories about stalking. From all accounts rendered by Pee Wee, that scout of scouts had hoodwinked every creature in the animal kingdom stealing up behind them unawares, and subjecting every variety of bird to nervous prostration, But Kiki Joe decided not to try his skill at this kind of stalking. For one thing, he had never touched a gold watch before, and the thought of it awed him. And for another thing, if Townsend should awake and catch him in the act, he would think that his protege was trying to steal his watch. End of chapter 33